When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go! It's time! Cincinnati, we gon' rise and up! In the jungle, we unite and up! Trippin' on your black and white, all day when we fight, live and die in these fights! Now who got a move I can Now who wanna move close and Now who wanna move out of If you got strikes! Let the city know you rock them There we got them, there we fought them Like that black and orange up on them Finger bottle, never stop it To the beast, the beast and know them Who they rockin' with the diamond stripes Flossin' on the wings Cincinnati, she's our queen We gon' show the world who king Orange in the day, black in the night in Welcome to another episode of Bengals and Brews My mic just shit out on me right before we started So hopefully I don't sound like shit during this episode if I do, just have to let me know in the comments. Um, I am joined by Greg Luther, Matt Schultz, a.k.a. Bengals of Bourbon. What is up, fellas? What's up? What's up? How you doing, man? Happy Friday. It is Friday. It is Friday. What are we drinking, boys? Bill and Light. I actually don't have anything right now. Same. I, could, I guess I could open this if I want to. Gotta do what you gotta do, big savage. There you go, bro. So Jeff said I sound like shit. Is that just Jeff being an asshole? It's just Jeff being an asshole. You never know. Just Jeff, bro. All right. So free agency tampering period starts Monday. Actual free agency starts Wednesday. You guys getting a little uh little chuffed up for that? Yes, it's gonna be exciting, dude. I'll have my phone. <laughs> I might take three the all next week of work off just to check my phone twenty four seven. I don't know yet. I don't know. You got Foxy in the chat. I'll be, I'll be right. You got Matt. He's gonna be right back. So I printed out. This is from the Athletic. This is their top one hundred and fifty. Available free agents. Some of these obviously aren't going to fucking matter to us. Like, I'm not going to spend time sitting here talking about Lamar Jackson, who's under the franchise tag. That's their number one free agent. That doesn't affect us, right? We kind of talked about him the other day. We're moving along. Yeah, I figured it would sound like that. And I ordered a new mic just now, but it won't be here till Tuesday. So, unfortunately, this weekend, it's going to sound like that. There's really nothing else I can do. Um, so I apologize for that. But uh, so the number two overall player, Greg, and here's a guy, this is probably a pipe dream, right? We're not going to spend this type of money, but Javon Hargrave from the Eagles, 30 years old, projected salary, three years, around 18 to 20 million per season. Damn. So, yeah. Unfortunately, Dale, he could be in the, well, he could be in the AFC North, but unfortunately, and maybe even the same state, I'm just scared it's going to be that team up. Uh, Cleveland scares me and all that and stuff. They could get him, but dude, that would solve our interior pass rush in a heartbeat right there if that could ever happen. Now, am I mistaken or was he drafted by the Steelers? 
Was Hargrave a stiller? If so, it's just crazy. Whatever. The fact that he went to the – I don't feel like he was drafted by the Eagles. Right. But he had 11 sacks last year for the Eagles. Maybe somebody in the chat can tell us if, if I'm wrong on that. I feel like he was – Yeah, good. no, that's a good question. I, I, which I, yeah, that's a good question. But I'm just saying, Hargrave would, would just totally solve our interior pass rush in a heartbeat. But Yeah, I mean, B.J. Hill would go back to basically being your rotational guy at that point. You know, you'd have him and Reader. I mean, Jesus. We mentioned Fletcher Cox. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to him. He's 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 on this too. I'm just yep. gonna go kind of in order with where they're mm-hmm. ranked guys that I think could be. Yes, go ahead. I'm so, sorry. So Hargrave, Hargrave is number two overall. I said we're not gonna probably pay him, but man, no. just the dream of it, you know. Jeez. Do you remember if he was a Stiller? Did the Stillers draft him, or am I just crazy? I mean, it sounds like a Steeler name to me. Yeah, Fiji said he was a Stiller. That's what I was thinking. Like I was like. And they had him, and they let him go. Eleven sacks last season, stud. Like he was good. I know he was good for them. But then, like once he went to Eagles, it was like he was even better. Mm-hmm. I mean, the uh, Eagles are losing potentially lose like eight defenders from their starting lineup. Oh, easily. Yeah, there's quite a few of them on here, so we'll get to some of them. Now, third on the list, I'll only mention the name. We don't think he's going to be back, but this is as high as I've seen him as a free agent. Is Jesse Bates? They have him third overall free agent in the entire NFL. So, any nice. Like I said, that's the guy that. What is I mean, it, look, I'd like to have him back, but if he thinks he's worth Derwin, I'm sorry. No, not even close, man. I mean, to be a top notch, to get paid what he was get paid, you got to be able to do everything. He's a great, he's a good ball hawk safety, but he can't tackle. He doesn't really blitz. I'm sorry, just not worth it. Great leader, team leader. Don't get me wrong, but. You got it. You got to pay other people here. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think that's all fair. What do you I, think, Matt? I value Bates or not? I value Bell way over Bates, so I would. I, I'm happy with keeping Bell. Hopefully, we do. Especially if it's, half the price, if it's half the price per year. Yes. I mean, Bell. I think forget who put it out. I think it was good. Joe Goodberry put it out. Like 2020 was his best season, and he hasn't been consistent since. And For Bates. Yeah. And for me, I, I love Bates as a person. I love him as a locker room guy. But to pay the the money he wants, completely oh, yeah. driven by his his agent. I think if it wasn't for his agent, we'd have signed him last year before for a relatively solid Easily. deal. And no stranger, he's not. I know he had a great season, Josh Schlepp, for the Eagles, but he is not a free agent, so um, we won't spend any time talking about him. Number four on this list, or is Orlando Brown also not going to spend any time talking about it? I mean, Malik pretty much shut that down today on Twitter when there was yeah. that NFL rumor Twitter site that they're wrong all the time. They just report random shit. So, yeah. Orlando Brown is not in the picture. Like, that would be super shocking to see us sign him for left tackle. Well, you know, I, we, I think Santori was telling us in the group chat, we really compare him to Jonah. They're not that far off. Now, Brown's more consistent. And, Dale, you even said a while back, Brown was really good with the Ravens, but he was good as a right tackle. He was probably the best right tackle. When we switched to left tackle, he wasn't bad, but I, I think he's just a little bit overrated at left tackle. He's going to get overpaid like crazy. He'll probably get close to $30 million a year, but it just doesn't make sense that way either. Oh, I thought you know? he was overpaid when he went to Kansas City. <laughs> well, there you go, yeah. Yeah, and he's probably going to get you know anywhere between 20 and 25 per season. So I'm not paying yep. 25 when I got Jonah this year for 12 and 
I mean, we just got money. We've got to put other places too. Yeah, I mean, I think Santori or somebody else said perfectly. If you're signing top tier guys with a shit ton of money, it's because you're not a good team. And we are a good team, clearly. So to me, my eyes for if we're going to sign anybody in free agency, it's going to be Ella Moore, if I'm saying it right, or Juwan Taylor as your two that we go after. Just just stop getting ahead of me. I'm sorry. I know. So so Blythe was Bobby Wagner on this list. (laughs) Linebacker, if we lose Pratt, at what cost? I'm not paying Wagner $10 million for a year. Like, I'd rather have Pratt back at eight. Like, I just. I was talking to a. Go ahead, Greg. I was talking to a buddy of mine brought that up, Bobby Wagner. I, I, I get the thing. You get you get these guys the one you do, but Bobby Wagner is still going to want top-notch money. Someone will pay him, like you said. I wouldn't be shocked if someone paid him like three years, $10 million, like somebody did with uh, Von Miller or something like that. That wouldn't shock me. But if he's willing to come on in on a one-year deal for a reasonable price, absolutely I would take them. But I think somebody will yeah. still overpay by his age. Yeah, even one year, ten million. Though I'm like, I don't really want to use. I'd rather use that ten million on a right tackle. So we'll get down. I got James Bradbury on here, but he's thirty at corner. I don't think we're paying top dollar for corner, so I didn't really highlight. Don't him. need to. The the only guy I have in the top ten that I highlighted is Juwan Taylor. They have him in seventh overall. Guy we've talked about. I did some great Photoshop work putting him in a Bengals uniform. It was amazing. <laughs> if that I happens. That's an A plus. You say, say if we just I'm taking full credit. If he signs here after he's seen himself in the jersey, my paint, my you know, I don't even do Photoshop stuff. This is pure like paint. Like you know, come on now. I mean, you spent hours painting that. Hours. Yeah, a good, a good like five minutes. <laughs> uh, come on, put some respect on my name. I know, but uh, Juan Taylor's only twenty five. That's one of the biggest things I like about him. Twenty five. Hasn't missed a game in four years for the Jaguars. He started every single game. Durability. Yeah. Youth. That's the type of guy I would, wouldn't mind spending a little more money on is younger. You got you could sign him to a three- to four-year contract, not be – sign him to a three-, four-year contract, but word it, work it in a way that it's set up to get restructured down the line if you need to. When we Obviously, we'll need to when you have Burrow and T and Chase. That, that's a guy that, hey – we're planning on winning for a long time. We're going to give you this much money, but hopefully you'll want to restructure it. You'll still get it, but restructure it in a way that you stay, you know? Well, and we're big on giving up <laughs> money and paying these guys. Like I was watching, I think it was Lapham's uh, show that with Duke on, and Duke said, hey, we put a bunch of money in these guys' bank accounts right away. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we don't do, we don't worry about guaranteed money in year three, like some teams where we're like, hey, Here's a boatload of money in your bank account now. So that would be right. like an incentive for Taylor and to front load it. And then especially if we're waiting on Joe Burrow's contract to not come through until what was that date again? I think it's April 1st is March when it changes. Yeah. yeah, like the March end of March, beginning of April, right? If yeah. you wait till then to announce Joe Burrow's deal, the escrow stuff is until 2024. So that allows you to use your escrow money on other guys, maybe a Jawan Taylor this year. Yeah. I feel like Burrow, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if T's deals are already done. They're just not announcing it. I mean, who goes buys jellyfish if you plan on leaving? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I liked it how the Bengals responded with that SpongeBob jellyfish thing. That was really cool what they did on their Twitter site. I'm still trying to figure out what their media thing was with like was like it when you see it when they had a team uh, Akeem Davis Dave or Gaither on there, and I don't know if it was like the Who Day on uh, I think Stanley Morgan's shoe or something else, but I was like reading into that like what are they talking about here? Right, I didn't even read into it too much. I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this today. But yeah, <laughs> I got next week to work. figure it out. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, Taylor, like what he was great, what he's great at is pass blocking. Mm-hmm. So like he yep. was uh, uh, pressure rate at two point five percent this year. He was the top pass blocker among free agent tackles when it came to that pressure rate at two point five percent only. Now, he's, if you look at the stats on the flip side in the run game, not great. But what do we do more? We pass freaking all the time, do we not? Yeah, we're a, we're a pass first team. Uh, I'd love to have the run. As Santori said earlier, it takes away the too high if you can run the ball. But I, I would rather have a tackle that can protect pass wise before run. One note about Juwan Taylor, I believe he and Jonah played together for Alabama for one year. Jonah was left tackle. He was right tackle. And when Jonah left that year later, he moved to right tackle. Then he went to the draft, if I'm not mistaken. He went to Florida. Oh, Juwan Taylor went to Florida? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, shit. Never mind. Gosh. It was a good fun fact, Greg. It was a good fun Tweet, Greg. Delete the tweet. (laughs) Was it? True. Delete tweet, but... delete tweet, false alarm. <laughs> yep, yep. I was thinking of somebody else. I have to look up that guy. Okay. So I'm not going to spend time talking about some of these guys. I'll mention them. Uh, Edmonds, the linebacker from the Bills, Levante Davis, He's get paid. CJ Gardner, oh, yeah. <sighs> David Long, Marcus Davenport, Jimmy G, Jordan Poyer, Caleb McGarry. Any of those names stand out to you guys? Because I don't have any of those highlighted. McGarry did, but he, he was great out 90 in the run, but like pass, pass blocking is like barely in the 50s, 60s. I know people are going like, oh, sign him. No, I want a guy that can pass block. I'm sorry. I mean, you can see Poyer out there too, but like I, yeah. I just don't see the Bengals going after any safety and free agency. We're going to see what Dax Hill has. That's why you drafted him. That's yeah, uh, and Poyer's 32. So that's why I'm like, man, he's four years older than Bond, you know. Well, no, mm-hmm. I was watching Malik Wright's show and they asked, are they going to draft anybody to replace Jesse? He's like, that's why you, they drafted Dax Hill for a reason. Yeah. That's why you drafted him in the first round. Yeah, I don't even look at anybody for that spot. I'm just like, okay, yeah. well back. And then I got a safety here and there that's on this list later on down. But yeah. Now, if Bell leaves, you do have to go out and get someone to replace Bell in free agency. I do believe that. Preferably, yeah. But I, I, I just I, don't I, see that happening. I just don't no. think that's going to happen. They value Bell well, too. Look, I will say this on the show. I guarantee you they sign Von Bell back. I don't care. If I'm Perfect. wrong, then everybody Heard it here first. Clip, clip it. <laughs> Greg's so cool got the Clip about Taylor played at Alabama. There you go. I mean, I'm on a roll here, so why the, why the hell not? <laughs> so, Mike McGlinchey is next on this list. No. Williams on your team, two injury prone guys. How many more injury offensive line do we have to get on this team? Nothing against McGlinchey. I wanted him when he was in the draft a couple years ago, but I'm sorry, you know. Like, wouldn't hate it, but he's also more on the run first team. So we all agree that we 
you know, it's not somebody to sit here and spend a lot of time on. No. Now, if they signed him, would you guys be that mad or? No, that's what I said. I wouldn't be like, because he's been I know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be totally. I wouldn't be totally pissed or anything, but I just I want a guy that can pass block. I'd be surprised and I would be cautiously concerned. I feel like the Bengals yeah, the that's... last two years at right tackle and free agency have gone after, not really gone after guys. They've, they've placed a bet on guys that were injury prone to come in and play right tackle and they've lost both times. So I feel like this year is they're not, they're going to, they have to get the right guy. And yeah. your, your best guy out there right now is Juwan Taylor. That is as solid as it comes injury yeah. wise and pass wise. So this can't they, wait for them. That's the biggest question for me, but that is the guy that I would just be like, man, you knocked it out of the park. But I mean, I read mm-hmm. reports that going to be a bidding more. They say he could get up to almost 18 million a year. I mean, there's going to yeah, be a bidding. But Joe Burrow is uh is a trump card. If you ask me, he does you throw he does. Joe Burrow out there. Are you going to bitch back and forth? I mean, maybe this is me, but what's 16 million and 18 million. Yeah. But you're going to go to a shit team but you can get 16 million and run to the playoffs every year with Joe Burrow. I'm probably going to go with Joe Burrow. Burrow The thing is, the thing is, okay. If it's the Jags that want to give the 18, you're familiar. You don't have to move. Mm -hmm. You know, and they got an easy division. I mean, practically anymore. So like, I could see that, you know, if it's the Jags that end up giving him the most money, I mean, yeah, it would make sense. It's warmer weather. I mean, I wouldn't blame them to stay with Jacksonville, but no, Jacksonville. I mean, you're same team, and you just added Calvin Ridley, who's a top ten receiver. That team's ready to go next year. But if you really wanted Juwan Taylor, and you weren't, and you were, you know, there's going to be a bidding war. Why wouldn't you tag him and then rework a deal later? And I thought they would, but then that could be the flip side of it. You could say, okay, they weren't anywhere close with Ingram, so they franchised him, and they're maybe they're close with Taylor on numbers. But you're playing a risk. Exactly. A big risk when you're going. And I would I hope that yeah. you know, if that is the case, that we go in and snag it. Like that's I I want him. So and yeah, you do have to like Ken saying yeah, no, I, you have to build for the draft. You do have to build for the draft, but you gotta you yeah. know you're in a win mode now, and you gotta get guys that yeah. are solid and hope who you draft develops. And we've like we've said before, we haven't drafted worth a shit for no. offensive tackle. In the last couple of years, so well, we may have two Super Bowl wins if we had the right tackle. Yeah, yeah, we do. Keem that's a different story. But Keem both Super Bowls, man. Oh, well, both this the AFC Championship and this Super Bowl, and last Super Bowl. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but I mean, you do. At some point, they're going to have to hit on some offensive linemen, Ken. I think we can all agree yeah. on that because at some point, yeah, no. just continue. To well, you know, you, you got to think this too. Karis and Karis and uh, uh, Kappa, two of our best, two of our best linemen last year. They're like, oh, this signing lineman works in free agency. Let's keep doing this. Uh, you know, I, but like you, see, you do eventually have to draft linemen. But the, the line we drafted in the past, we've had to immediately throw in. You know, Michael Jordan, Akeem Adeniji, all those guys. They immediately had to get thrown in. Like try to sign someone, but still draft someone to build, but just don't throw them in immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and these are just predict pred- predictions on what their their uh, yeah money is going to be. I mean, people predicted Collins to be a lot more money, and we got him freaking cheap. 
obviously because he oh, had yeah. he yeah. had injury issues, sure. but yeah, it's just to me, it's like you we right, the tackle position is what's cost us plenty of things, and we can't oh, yeah. afford to have Burrow get hurt again. Yeah, on a blown block. And you got to go with somebody in my eye. If it's me, you're going with somebody that's proven himself and you're not going to take the lottery ticket in the draft and have him start day one. Yeah, that's a that's a bigger risk than going and spending a little extra money on a proven tackle. Totally agree with you, Matt. And like, you know, like Santori also said one time, you know, when Collins comes back healthy, you're going to have somebody, you know, coming back. that can play guard and tackle if you need him to say if you sign that tackle, say if it's Shawan Taylor. You still have Collins on a cheap deal. He comes back healthy. If someone goes down, you have a perfectly healthy lineman to come in and take over that kid person. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to get some more of these names because I think we only got you for, what, another 10 minutes, Matt? Uh, I might be going a little longer. The, the baby fell asleep, and the other kids are listening for right now. <laughs> so, we'll All right. See. So the next name on the list, I didn't highlight this guy because I think he's going to be too much money, but I would love him in that rotation with B.J. Hill on the line as Draymond Jones. He's only 26 years old from the the Broncos D-tackle. But I think being 26 years old, being a a solid pass rush kind of player, I think he's going to get paid fairly well on the upper Yeah. In our dreams. Yeah. So we'll move on. Isaac Samalo, I I probably butchered his name. Sorry, sir. But he's the guard from the Eagles. I did highlight him just because, like, Talent-wise, he'd be an upgrade, and his contract three years, $11 million per, is not crazy. He's 29 years old, just played in the Super Bowl. Can play all three interior positions is the thing. So, like, gives you a little versatility. But, yes. but once again, you got to hit on somebody, right? And we hit, somewhat hit on Bolson that we don't have to replace him while we have him on a rookie contract especially. Yeah. So, I tell you one thing, Zach Taylor values is versatility and all that. If you can play multiple positions, that's some that's right up their alley. So that's something to think about at least. I mean, he's at least a guy, and maybe that price tag comes down. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. he get what he's expected to get, and the Eagles don't plan on bringing him back because they drafted the guy last year kind of early. Yeah, I, I I am all for competition. I, I love Olsen. I want to see him pro- see what he progresses to this year, but. If you're gonna sit and stay complacent, then you're not gonna you're not gonna be. That's not a winning mentality. You also yeah. don't want to be overly aggressive and blow your load on money, right. and whatnot. But if you can get him and he wants to come here and it's relative price, why not? Why not? Yeah. So I think we're all on board, right? It would have to be at yeah. the right cost. Yeah, the right price. Ne- next guy, yeah. I, I highlighted. I also think will probably be out of our price range is Zach Allen from the Cardinals, only 26 years old. D-tackle, but can play a little DN, too. Like, body type is almost more DN, but gets a lot of interior pressure. Um, five and a half sacks last year, 20 quarterback hits, 47 tackles, 10 for loss, and deflected eight passes. So, uh, you take that on fucking day every day. Mm-hmm. But once again, he might get 10 to $12 million per season. Damn. But Larry O might Larry O might get ten million still from the Stiller. Like, yeah, is he still is he free? Yeah, he's a free agent again. He got eight last year. Oh yeah, yeah. And he had a good year for them. It just they said he was well, wasn't able. Well, to practice no, I was. I, so I was watching Red Show, and they asked him if he could come back. But he, apparently, he said he was really upset with the Bengals. That money they gave BJ Hill, he thought should have gone to him. And I heard he was kind of. He said on the show he's he's t- still kind of ticked off the Bengals over that. 
he he had signed with the Bears first for more money, and then the Bengals gave Hill that contract. Yeah, that's what I thought because I thought he wanted way more money than what they gave BJ Hill. That was my impression. Like I guarantee, my my guess was they offered it to Larry first, but then I thought they, they offered them both the same time. Remember that year we tried to get Michael Johnson signed and he turned that contract down and then we gave it to Carlos Dunlap and that ended up working really well for us. So. Yeah, the Bengals yeah. have been to do that. If they got two guys like that, they'll and one don't accept, they'll give it to the yeah. other. Yep, yeah. everyone know same deal with I think Reggie Nelson with George Iloka too, I think. Yeah. All right. So the next the next guy sorry. Do you have something, Matt? No, no, no. You're fine. Okay. I don't have Taylor Wan highlighted. I just 32 years old. And we have John under contract. Are you guys good with that? He's 23rd on this list for free agents, but yeah, Taylor Wan. No, Taylor. If Taylor Wan wants to come to Cincinnati, he's going to take a pay cut and he's going to come just to try to chase a ring. That's that's all there is to it. Yeah, that's it. And maybe and like we said, maybe he sticks around and doesn't sign. And then if you're in a playoff, if he stays in shape. And second half of the year, there's an injury or something. That's when I'd almost be more interested, you know, if, if something yeah, happens yeah. to and then bringing them in. <clears throat> yep. But not now. Like, I just don't no. see it. And then 25th on this list overall is one of our own, Von Bell, that we kind of mentioned before. Projected get him back. Projected to get three years, eight million per, where Bates, when, uh, that was, these are PFF for the, uh, for the contract numbers I snagged. And uh, Bates is projected to get $16 million per year. So literally half. Would you bring Bell back, who's a leader, 28 years old, for yes, half? Yes. <laughs> that's that's, but, that's I, not even – I wouldn't I even blink at that. Okay. I didn't watch it or anything. I heard he was on uh, Daner and uh, Jay Morrison's show. And they and like he says, I want to be around that winning mentality. That's where I want to be, whatever team I go to. And – then he's like talks about how Lou is just like a genius and all that. I'm thinking to myself, Willie Man- winning mentality and Lou. <laughs> I think we got that here, bud. Well, you also as a player, I mean, they're also it's a business too. You know, they don't want to. Well, yeah, I, I want to be back with Cincinnati. You don't want to cut yourself short on money that you could get. Well, Cincinnati sees him <laughs> saying all over the place, like, "Well, I want, I want to be there. I, I still see myself everyone else." Well, okay, well, well, let's throw him six million le- or a couple million less than what. He's projected to get and see if he takes it. Right. You don't want to shoot yourself in the foot on some of the money that you probably get. The only thing when I was on Iceman show and we had a Patraglio on Trags and he's, yeah. he's, he threw out like 10, 11 per year. And I was like, that's where I'd start to, that's where I'd start to struggle. But if somebody gives him that on the open market, that's where I think it becomes a much tougher decision. Let's say, okay, he gets 11 per that's 33 million. We're asking him to come back for $24 million. We're asking over the next three years for him to take $9 million less off yeah, of yeah. his last chance to really make a big contract. Yeah. I guess it just depends on what team is offering him that. If it's, yeah. you know, a team that's – let's throw out a team that's – like, I don't Browns. know. No. I still like, think the $8 million makes sense, though, because, you know, he got yeah. three years – 15 million, five per on this last deal. This is saying, dude, we love you. You know, here's the extra three million. More million. And maybe you throw in some more incentives, incentives for winning a Super Bowl, incentives mm-hmm. for winning a Pro Bowl because right. he has the best season. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I want him back. I just, if you get into that 
11 million dollar range per year that's where it'd be like a little dicey because then you know that could be somebody else that you mm -hmm. part of an extension yeah. all right next guy i got is well these d tackles i don't know i don't think they're very realistic so tomlinson from minnesota If Matt's still able to keep going here. I'm listening. On your motto, I'll try to skip around. All right, I'll give it a name that we've heard a little bit. So, Ngakwe, as maybe a rotational pass pass rusher, right? He's 33rd overall in this list. Projected contact track from PFF is two years, 12.5 million per. I think the Bengals would want him for less than that. But he's still only yeah. years old and had almost 10 sacks last year. He had nine and a half. Well, I've said this before. They need to get better. Pass. No offense to Hubbard. And I think Malik even said on the show, we need to get better pass rush at the quarterback. And Doc Way, I think, can do that for us. If it's $6 million per year, I think uh, you know, if this I could talk about $2 more million me. or something like that, I would go ahead and do it. I'm sorry. This oh, two and a half. half oh, I thought you meant, okay. Hell no. I, <laughs> I think we can find some veteran trying to win a Super Bowl. Well, you said two years. I thought you said two years, twelve million. I'm like six million per year. Well, hell yes, yeah, sign me up on that. But no. Yeah, no. no these are I per year. So. All the numbers are per year, Greg. All of them on here are per year. Yeah. Okay. Well, I might okay, have to bro. jump off. The baby is screaming upstairs. So. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> if I can jump back in, I will. But sorry. <laughs> I know. If I can't, I'll jump back in. I'll, I'll, I'm going to jump out. I'll see you. <laughs> who day, man? All right, who day? It tends to happen when you have a young baby at home. I hear you, man. My brother, my younger brother's about to have one in like two weeks and all that. So, you know, I get that. Yeah, for sure. All right, so Ngakwe, we'd both be happy with them, but only at the right price. There's a lot of that. Yeah, We're going to yeah. say that a lot. <laughs> right. And look, I don't want to get too off topic here, Dale, but like I said, we do need to upgrade the pass rushing, but I think we can find some veteran, like you know, like a Dwight Free in his later years who just wants to win a ring. I think we can find something like that for cheaper. But like, yeah, but that's all I'm going to say for now. But I let's agree. Keep I, and I don't know if Foxy's was is meaning this person or not, but I, if he's saying Justin Houston that has been on the the Ravens, he is like 34 years old. But that is a guy that he's been taking one that's year deals. Yeah, that's the example right there. And I don't want to go off the market. Uh, the guy, remember I sent out the guy that just got released today, released by the Rams today, Leonard Floyd. Sign me up for him if I can get him on a one or a two-year deal, you know? Yeah, five, that's five, like five, six million, five, six million dollars, maybe. Yeah. You, you see, like I say, get that. Okay. Remember when we were playing the Cardinals, when they had Carson Palmer, it was neck and neck. And we had Whitworth, who was rated the best right tackle. The, but the Cardinals had Dwight Freeney. He was at the end of his career, but they put him in near the end when they needed him the most. And he would remember he just did that classic spin move around Whitworth. He was he cost us the game, and I, he he won the game for the Cardinals because they put him in. He finished at the right time. We need that finisher to come in and just come at the quarterback. What's up, What's up Santor? What's up, motherfuckers? How you doing? This has been a curse-free show. I've been. I don't know. Driving home because my dog ate a bowl of chocolate. 
Uh oh. That's about all Gross. right. It's not. That's about to be some shit. I gotta say it. Yeah. I hope it's poop and not like cremation. No. Yeah. Yeah. I can handle poop. I can't handle uh, that emotional distress. Yeah, you better give us something to puke it out, though, man. We're going to find out. Ashley had to go to work. I'm driving home to see how they are. You may have to stick a finger in some ass. Yeah. I don't even know how to make a dog puke. Like, what do I do? What's the gag reflex like? My dog one time, we had to give her something. She ate, like... Yeah, something like that. Which we're gonna find out. YouTube man, I'm sure YouTube will have a video for what to do. Yeah. My Boxy, life's never easy. Boxy says it'll be okay. Is it like a mint? Like I know they're not supposed to have it, but everybody acts like it's like dynamite if they eat it. That they're just gonna explode. Crypt Keeper said cooking oil. <laughs> All right. I have no idea. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what to do. I mean, I think that's what you, you just do the best you can. Maybe no prepared me. Yep. There'll be some diarrhea. You clean it up. Everything's fine. No, you don't want to think the worst. We're going to figure yep. it out. We're going to find out today. Fuck around and find out, Bailey. That's what you done did. The stranger said, Hershey squirts are coming. Chocolate isn't as deadly as people think. An eight-week pup survived three days of nothing but chocolate. It's a stimulant, but not that strong. Okay. I mean, she ate like a handful of Hershey Kisses and she's a 50-pound beagle. I can't imagine it's like, you know. Right. I watched my Sheltie eat a 90% dark chocolate Russian bar, then drink a Cosmo, and then fall down a flight of stairs. Greg, why are you joining a second time? Why do I have two Gregs? Oh, my God. My internet was sorry. Hold on. (laughs) I just got rid of the other Greg. Now I'm rid of both Gregs. Hi, Dale. What's up? <laughs> we're uh, we're going through free agents, so okay. We've done the top, yeah. like not all of them. I highlighted guys. I think we talked about you know the top top guys a lot, but that's okay. where we're at. I can do that. We were we were just talking about Ngakwe, which we both kind of said the price would have to be right. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in him for sure. I'm interested in a pass rush. Period. Yeah, well, Santori, we're like, well, we were also talking about like Leonard Floyd, for example, just got released today. What if we could get some like veteran pass rusher, kind of near the end of his career, but you put him in like in certain parts of the game, like Leonard Floyd or Justin Houston's another one. Get him really cheap, someone that's trying to get a ring. <laughs> yeah, if I could get like a third down specialist on a one year deal for, yeah, I know the number is going to sound still high, but like. Less than ten, like yeah. I'd, I'd be all for it. Absolutely. See, I was hoping you could get him for about six million, but I yeah. know that goes up. This hey, six is less than ten, Dale. 
Exactly. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I wasn't ready for you to say ten. I'm trying to keep it at five or six. Okay. Right. Well, I, I am. I'm all in. I'm willing to let it rip a little bit this year. Yeah, but no. And Doc, wait. Would you pay him two years, twelve million per year? Per year. I think. I think about it honestly. Yeah, I um, would. You know, you kind of would have to if they, you know, I mean, in Dockway, man, you he gives you that pass rushing specialist you need. Like, I, so I, I would think about that, and then what I would do on the flip end of that is restructure Hendrickson, give him the rest of his, um, his salary and a signing bonus, and then give him like a three-year extension. So his cap hit would only be like two million dollars each of the next two years, but he'd get like twenty-five up front, so he'd be happy. Yeah. And then you extend him another two years, so you'd have Ngakwe for the same price as what you'd have Henderson in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a fat-ass beagle. <laughs> oh, hell. Hey, we got another guest on the show. We're going to try. <laughs> <The baby's deep. laughs> we'll see how this goes. Does she have any, does she have, uh, what does your daughter have on Ngakwe? Does she have any comment? Oh, on who? And Dockway, we were talking about. Sue? Oh, hey, why not? Why not? Let's see how she handles here. What time comes cheap on a one year deal? Great depth. I agree. Like, I liked him last year. Oh, just getting my guard. Yeah. I'll take Let's any solid player. <laughs> You'll take what? I'll take any solid ball player cheap. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not complaining about that. Especially no. proven. Like, proven. Proven best. <laughs> she must like must agree. Oh no, I need no. I don't want that. I don't want that for you. I was gonna say, but if she does throw up on the show, she could be the first one. So when it happens, yeah, there you it's go. a baby and not an adult. No, she yeah. hasn't ate recently, so she probably shouldn't. She wouldn't show up. She could. She could have a blowout poop. You just never know. Hey, this could uh, this could really get our demographic up with the women. I think we have. <laughs> Where did Santori go? Well, he's checking on his dog, so he's oh, on his way okay. home because his dogs ate chocolate. Yep. Mm. So he was CFP, I recommend for Santori how to take care of a dog that ate chocolate. Do what? Do you? Well, people were giving Santori suggestions what to do with the dog that just ate. Uh, it's okay. not good. I mean, the, they, they have to eat. A, it depends on what the chocolate is, and they have to eat a lot of it. Well, he, I'd be more worried about like chicken bones and stuff like that. Like my well, dogs ate. Our, our golden retriever. We used to have a golden retriever. She ate a bunch of she ate like a bunch of chocolate oatmeal chip oatmeal cookies. My mom yeah. gave her some type of laxative to puke it all out or something. Worst case, they'll just get massive diarrhea or throw up. Yeah, that's I what mean, we told Santori. Yeah. Like my dog when he ate um, uh, what did what did what hasn't he ate? Chicken bones. Uh, he ate corn on the cob, and that get, that's what eventually did him in, and had to get a freaking uh, a block it block bowel surgery this summer because he ate corn cob and it got stuck in his bowel. So that was fun. So yeah. Anyways, let's get back on it. <laughs> yeah, your wife did good. Uh, yeah, I had nothing to do with this. I was asleep. <laughs> that could also be Joe Burrow's kid. If you guys didn't yeah. see it, turn on Twitter. Yeah, my son, I swear. Burrow. And he wants to, he's pretty decent at throwing the football, so we'll see. There you go, man. Yeah. She's got a couple years so she gets to a Bengals game, but we'll see. There you go. <laughs> well, she doesn't cost anything to get to the Bengals game. She can get him free, right? Yeah, I think so. There you yeah. go. 
You got to get those big uh, headphones. Man. Yeah, I, I always like laugh at. I don't laugh, but I always kind of like when people bring uh, their babies to games. I'm like, oh man, that's like they're really loud, know. you know. And for me, like, I don't want any distractions. I don't have to deal with my kid. That's <laughs> no, that no. old. <laughs> so, so Matt, when I go to tra- when I've been to training camp, people would take their kids with them or their babies, and the yeah, bed- yeah. You watch a training camp, and the kid's like, hey, I want to go to the kids thing and all that. They're like, I want to watch the practice. But, you know, kids not going to sit down and watch all that. No. I, I know going in, like, when I've taken my kids to that, like, we took all three to that, like, welcome back thing. Yeah, the family. You just know you're not going to get to watch much of anything. No. no. After five or ten minutes, they're gone, yeah. So where are we at on the uh, free agency board? Well, we haven't really made it anywhere, so you didn't miss anything. Right. Because then Santori came in with food, so we're worried about you know the dogs. Yeah. Then I then right. I came in twice. My internet went down. It's so. a typical Friday show. Yeah, well, everything went haywire. We <laughs> left pretty much. So thirty seventh overall is Jermaine Pratt. You got to highlight him. No. His contract numbers on here projected three years, eight point two five million per. Yeah. So <sighs> we had I'd love to keep Pratt. Years old. I'd love to keep him, but no, man. I mean. I mean, what was uh was it? Who put out the thing with our text group today? When it was like Pratt's like, ah, oh, that's my last year. Yeah, I'd love to come back to the team. Yeah. No, like, no, because I sent this to Joe and everybody. You've never given me your email to send, you know, stuff to. So. Oh, I'm sorry. I could send. Yeah. But yeah, so I have the quote right here. He was heard yelling, "This is my last effing year." But when asked if he wanted to be back afterwards, he replied, "Absolutely, I want to be back." But if they don't want me back, then I don't know. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I'd say he's gone. I just wanted to mention him. You know, we think, yeah, probably not going to work out. But hey, if he came back, I'd be happy about it. Well, I feel no. like the two areas we're deep on in, in our rooms are cornerback and linebacker. If well, we I'll had... tell you, corner. Davis Gaither, I've always been a big fan of his, even when we drafted him. I, from my understanding, he's going to be replacing him. I'm a huge Akeem Davis Gators fan. I was really happy when we drafted him, so I'm interested to see what he can do. Yeah, I am too. My best friend, Marcus Bailey, who was on Bengals and Brews. Oh, no, 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 no. Him, him too. You got yeah, 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 yeah. And, no, no. and they re signed Joe Bocci yesterday for another year or so. Well, no. Marcus Bailey, we got cheap in the sixth round because he was hurt. That's he should have been a third round pick, Marcus Bailey. He just got hurt twice. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like our linebacker room's nice. I mean, oh, you can say your cornerback room's deep is always deep, but it's nice that she is deep. But, <laughs> um, but I feel like you you can always take another corner. You, you always want another corner. That baby you know. is way more way well behaved than I ever am on a Friday yeah. night. Yeah. Drinking all. <laughs> no, not even close. She's very active, <laughs> but we're good. All right. I think she can't understand what's being said. <laughs> next, next guy that I highlighted is Mike Gusecki, just because all the talk about him. Twenty-seven years <clears throat> old, three years, eleven million. He's a pass catcher. He's you not, had to bring him up. You just had dangerous. to. But what is on him? Matt, this is where me and Matt are enemies right here, pretty much. Now, I'd be happy if we got Hurst back, but Kaseki can play in the slot. I will teach him the gritty personally. Matt, if it's the gritty, I will take care of that personally. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be upset. 
I'm not going to be upset if we have Mike Gusecki. I, I just really like Hurst. I like everything about Hayden. I want no, I him back. But I'm not going to be overly butthurt if we have Mike Gusecki on the team. Well, no, he can, he can play slot. Well, no, one thing that's for sure, I mean, since we're kind of on the tight end thing here, were you shocked just as much as I was we got rid of Wilcox? I thought Wilcox. I was, yeah, that was. I was like really perplexed by that because oh. I thought Wilcox came in and did f- perfectly fine right. when he w- he did whatever he was asked to be done. Now, now there is some stuff out there, you know, about um, that he can still gosh, come back. I think Dale, yeah, he can still come back because of how we did Stanley Morgan. So yeah. maybe they're they're gambling that nobody's going to take him or going to pay him, and he'll come back and it'll be fine, but. You know, ever since the 2021 offseason, I don't question what we're doing in free agency anymore. No, you, you know, you're right, Matt. You're absolutely right. I, I, that just shot me because I was ready for him to be our third tight end. Because, like yeah, you said, yeah. the special teamer did a great job filling in for Hayden Hurst. You know, I mean, he didn't live out what Hayden Hurst was, but he did a great job in that Tampa Bay game. Burrow would throw him some screens here and there. If he came back with our third tight end, I'd be 100% happy about that. Well, I'm thinking yeah. how yesterday they signed Jalen Davis for two years. They right. brought back Bocce, and then we hear this today about him. It makes me think they tried to maybe – they wanted to bring him back, but he kind of maybe he wanted to test the market, and they're letting him do that. Yeah. Right. A little bit, you know, because they say that all the time. Hey, we like to let them kind of go see what they can get. Yeah. No, no, I, I get you. But like I say, we have no tight ends in our contract. I think it's like, can we just agree on this? I want to, we're drafting a tight end. Oh, for sure. Oh, within the first three rounds, there'll be a tight end 100%. off the board for us. I'm sure. And I still think we're going to sign one, whether it's Gusecki, who we're talking about now, Earthsmith Jr., who's been injured. <laughs> oh, no, like I said, talent. which has a more. Uh oh. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's okay. But um, no, which has a better chance of happening? Us signing a tight end and drafting a tight end or doubling down on tight end the draft, in your opinion? <sighs> Probably signing and drafting would be my guess. Yeah, I think so, too. So yeah. I think we're going to sign one somewhere, her, somebody. Yeah. I don't think we're in the position to gamble on draft with where our team is at. Yeah. With, I think Coons may For starting, for starters. Yeah. Fourth round guy in the conversation. Cameron Bright, man, that's a name. He just he kind of fell off in Tampa Bay. No, he yeah. did. He was supposed to be great. Yeah. Well, ever since uh, Gronk came in, he's gone. Yeah. <clears throat> he kind of got the Hayden Hurst deal, you know, like when Mark Andrews came in and whatnot, yeah. and Hayden Hurst was just you know, that was it. Now here's the name you wanted to get to earlier, Matt. So uh, next guy I've got highlighted on my list comes in at 46 overall. This is from the athletic, by the way, for anybody wondering where we're getting this free agency list from. Fletcher Cox, D tackle, Eagles, 32, but his projected salary one year, seven million. He still had seven sacks, and he fuck yes, <laughs> that is my guy. My that is my D tackle signing. Yeah. You get him, I, even that he's older and he's such a big dude, wrecking force. If you got him and Reader, good God, no. They're going all in. Here's why I, Malik writes it. Here's why they're going all in. They know this is the last year we have all of our coaching staff pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I think we can all agree. There's no way all the coaching staff is back next no, year. No, God, There's no. No way. 
we've been blessed with them staying going all in right here getting someone like fletcher cox that's someone i would that is your guy that can be your pass rush specialist right there i would 100 be on board for fletcher cox yes yeah I, i would too now once again it's one of those things do we see the eagles bring him back for around the same amount of money and and he can say he played his whole career, which doesn't happen often. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he saves the Eagles just for that reason. Yeah. But if he's watching six of his starting guys on defense leave, he's yeah. probably like, well, shit, what's the chances of running it back to the Super Bowl? Oh, hey, mm-hmm. I can go over to this nice, young, sexy team called the Cincinnati Bengals and have a real good chance again. He yeah. would be a, He's just a great veteran. A dude that is, can still play, like he would—he is perfect, honestly. Let's—we're getting Fletcher Cox, okay? We're—we're we're bringing him in. Let's do. I, let's my do. ideal free agency would be Fletcher Cox, Juwan Taylor, uh, signing Hayden Hurst. Maybe if we get Gasecki, and then after that, I don't know what'll happen. It was milk chocolate. It, you're okay. Yeah, he's gonna. He's going to have some Hershey squirts. Like a Justin Houston (laughs) also, like two one-year guys or just one? You never know. Why not? Why not? Why not take more than one? So, same story. We're we're all in love with Fletcher Cox. We want him on a one-year deal. What do you think? You're all in love with what? Fletcher Cox. Greg, the first word broke up. What would you say? Okay. Print the shirts. Print the shirts. We want Cox. (laughs) Yeah, Fletcher Cox. Now, remember when they had? Um, I I know he. Ah. I, I don't know if he's still good. I I don't really. I didn't pay attention to him this year. Seven uh, sacks. I know he's had a very good track record. Seven sacks this year, still. Rotational. I, I know that's very surface level, but if I can get him for the right price, yeah, I'd be interested. Well, don't put a you put a damper on that for us, so. Well, no, Santori, I'm going to go back to something we were talking about, uh, one free agent, because I kind of referenced you and all that in, in a good way. No, I'm just kidding. Referenced. But, uh, we were talking about uh, Orlando Brown, and I kind of referenced you. Weren't Orlando Brown and General Williams not that far apart from each other statistically? Not really. I mean, they're they're very much both hit and miss. Good point. All right, moving on to the next free agent. I I got four straight in the rankings here that I at least highlighted. First one, number 49 overall, would be bringing back one of our own, Hayden Hurst, 30 years old. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. They have – PFF has this projected salary three years, $8.5 million per. Mm-hmm. Now, is that too much? How much is it per year? Eight and a half per That's that, That's way too high. Uh, Dale, I love – I want Hayden Hurst back. My, my my cap my my highest number I go is maybe five or six million. I'm sorry. I, I we we got him three million dollars this year. That's three way too high. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, I shouldn't have titled the show Friday afternoon afternoon delight. My wife's yeah. on now. Or I, I, yeah, I, you know, that, that's just way too high. If I can get Gasecki on a one year prove it deal. That's one thing, but did he, how many years is Hayden Hurst? They say three years. Yeah, for three. Yeah, no, he's going to be thirty years old. I mean, it's nothing against Hayden Hurst. I he did a great job this year, but I'd rather do the Gasecki one year deal, knowing I'm going to draft a tight end that I can develop it because this is a huge tight end class. That's how I look at it, Santori. If you disagree with me, I respect that, but that's just how I think. Okay? Did you hear the numbers? The projected salary for Hurst. 
Santori. No. Nope. Three years, eight and a half million per. No thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Just, no thanks. A little bit too high. Yep. Yeah. What's your cap? That's, what's the highest? Get... Got three years, three million this year. What's the highest you would give Santori? I said five or six million. I mean, maybe I'd have done like six point, and this sounds weird, like six point eight or something. That yeah. would have got me right at three years twenty. But right. I don't I, I, I don't know if I could have stomached seven, but I'd have gone in the high sixes. What about you, Matt? What's the high do, do, would you pay th- uh Hayden Hurst three years, eight million uh what what was it, Dale? Eight million per year? Eight and a half is PFS projection. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I give him all the money, he says. I don't care. We got it all, baby. We got all the monies. Hey, when you hey, when you have his mom's phone number, like Matt and I do, and keep him regular contact. Obviously, we want the guy back, you know. Right. We love the family. Like, oh yeah. Uh, for me, it's like I've said before. It's hard to say. Like, hey, now who knows? Now I, I have no idea what Hayden wants money wise or anything like that. But I, what I can say is, I do know, and he's voiced it publicly many times. He wants to be in Cincinnati. He loves how we run things. He loves how the coaching staff is with him. Yeah. Why would you not want to keep a guy like that? He clearly is Joe Burrow's one of Joe Burrow's favorite targets on third down. He's a guy that can go out, get you that extra yard or two on a short pass. The intensity is always there. To me, it's like, I don't understand why you wouldn't want to bring him back. But if he wants three years, 10 to 12 million, then I understand that you wouldn't be like, we can't, we just can't do that. Yeah. But if, he he wants to come play in Cincinnati for three years, six million each year, or three million seven, or three years seven million each year. I don't know why he wouldn't do it. That's that's about like you know. Uh, Santori, tell me why I'm wrong, but I, I'll listen. <laughs> no, he just said he just said he'd come closer to that seven million, maybe a little less number. Santori said six point eight million a year. So, I think so- he's still got a lot of gas left in the tank because he didn't get used much. It's not like he's got beat the up only thing I'll, The only thing I'll say is it's got to. I love that he wants to be here. I love that his family yeah. wants to be here. That, that stuff's awesome. Um, but at the end of the day, those are toppings to the, the cake. They're, they're not the actual cake. Uh, the, the cake is production. He's pretty productive, especially for like a number six target in this offense. Like let's, he's not a, a target monster like some of these other tight ends like Mark Andrews are. Um, so the, the, the production versus – Target share is pretty good, I think is how you want to say that. Um, but you, then you need to start looking at the, the actual target share part of it. Um, you need to start looking at production per dollar. And if you're wanting to be eight plus, well, I need uh, for a tight end, it's almost like a million for every hundred receiving yards is, is almost where the, the current value kind of breaks out. That's a terrible way of math. That's not how they do it but that's just an easy way to wrap your mind on it. Um, he's not an 800-plus yard tight end. Not many are. And I know a lot of the tight ends that break 1,000 yards or you know, make $13 million. Uh, but once you break eight and you start getting close to that $10 million range, I really, really, really need to start seeing a lot more production, and I need you to be more than a number four target. Um, if T wasn't here and Boyd wasn't here and he was getting – the number two target share, it would probably be a different story. But based on where he would be in this lineup, 
and then what we know the the max you're possibly going to get out of a number four or five target is 600 yards. That's just there's only so many footballs to throw around, kind of thing. Um, that, that's so where you kind of need to start. jump in on piggyback off of that. Then why sign a guy like Mike Gusecki, who you you're not I wouldn't. a guy like <laughs> I wouldn't either. That's my point. Is like Greg would. Our offense is built on throwing to Chase Higgins and Boyd. Right, and, and, and anybody underneath that, why would you bring in a guy like Mike Gusecki? He wants zero two, by the way. Gusecki's going to get utilized only exactly the same. I mean, who who's going? Why would you pay Mike Gusecki one year nine ten million dollars, well, whatever that, it might that's be? The whole because that's the not whole how offense reason. is built. Because you know you're going to draft a tight end to develop. You give that guy a year behind that guy. Matt, Matt said the key phrase. That's how this offense is built. This offense is not catered to a tight end. That's why I'm very, very hesitant at taking a tight end at 28 overall. If you're going to do that, just pay Hayden Hurst because unless you're going to take a tight end and then change the philosophy of your offense and he's going to be your number two or three target guy, I mean that means you're going to take a number one overall, your number one overall pick, so 28th this year, is going to be an offensive weapon. He's going to be behind T. He's going to be behind Chase. He's going to be behind Boyd, and he's going to be behind your run game. I don't want to take someone number twenty-eight overall for them to be my fifth contributor. I mean, that, that doesn't no. make a whole lot of sense to me. That seems like a waste of money. You know, he, but if Gasecki comes in a one-year deal, then he would come in, and injuries happen all the time. I don't care if he's here for one year or a hundred. It's not built for that. To me, bringing to me paying a tight end to this offense is like bringing in a fullback. Why? They don't use them. That's why Hayden Hurst is perfect for our offense. When Hayden, but when Hayden got hurt, Santori, we still used Wilcox in that Tampa Bay game decently well. We were throwing screen passes to him as our backup That's tight end. Seventeen passes all year. That's my point. But when you get like Michael Mayer, I could catch seventeen passes. <laughs> I could catch one a game. For negative All right, we'll still be friends, buddy. Just so you but know. We're going to move on from the tight end talk because there's a lot of other guys to talk about. And we may get back to the tight end talk. There may be another one on here to talk about. But next on the list, that 50th overall for free agents is Dalton Reisner. I only include him because, once again, we have Olsen. But this is a guy who's played 62 out of 66 games, so the durability is there, you know, as far as being on the field, and he's had solid seasons. And four years, $8.25 million is what his projected per year is. Is that a guy you'd even consider? Goodberry did want him that year we drafted Drew Sample. I remember he was ticked off we didn't get him in the draft, so I, I know a little bit about him getting going to the draft. Well, the Broncos traded – They well, we had traded down – we traded down, that's right. We could have taken him, but we didn't. Yeah. Well, no, we traded down so the Broncos could get Drew Luck. They picked they picked Dalton Reisner first, knowing we would have probably went with him. And then we traded with the Broncos, and they took Drew Luck. I just remember Goodberry was very high on him. Yeah, same. same. For me, with Reisner, if you – and I'll say it as always, if you can get a guy that's – get, you're going to get your foot cut. Sorry. It, my, I have the, the carpet tax are still down. The dog came down. If you can get a guy that's going to better your team and is still not overspending, I don't see why not. Yeah. I'm not against that. I don't know all the 
stats on Risner or whatnot compared to Volson or whatever, but unless you have him there, Dale, I don't know. I don't. I don't have everything in front of me. He's been so, he's been a very solid left guard, but we're hoping that's what Volson is, uh, which mm-hmm. would be a much cheaper cost. Which somewhere you got to go cheaper, right? So at some point you do. Um, yeah. Yeah, that kind of goes into what I was going to say. This is just a personal team building philosophy, but um, any position and what I call these are positions of duality. Anytime you have two positions that are going to start. Two guards, two tackles, two tight ends, two edges, two safeties, two corners, so on, so be it. Well, you got two of them out there on the field, right? I believe in paying one, drafting another. So pay one, develop, and then just kind of – if you're lucky enough and ideally you can cycle through it instead of paying both, I would prefer that. Another reason why people are going to hate me, but I am not super stoked about paying Jamar and T. I, I think that's where you really start hurting in other places when you do stuff like that. That's beyond the point. Right. Um, with Volson, you also have to get into the conversation of how much better is Dalton Reisner, and is it worth a $7 million pay increase? Exactly. Um, because the other part of replacement is cost of replacement. Volson's a baseline left guard for next to nothing, and I'm already paying a right tackle nearly 10 mil a year. So do I want to keep – and I haven't paid a right tackle yet because God knows what we're doing there. So I kind of like what they have at guard right now, and I'm not quite sure a $7 million increase is going to make that much of a difference in the long run for how this team operates. Yeah, and I'll just go ahead and get – guy. I'll jump down a spot and I'll jump a guy real quick. Ben Powers is 26 years old, ranked 52 on this list, four years, $10 million, had a great season with the Ravens. Like, that's once again it's – it's the same thing with, with Reisner. It's the same thing. Right, the the cost to pay him compared to what you have in Bolson on a rookie contract, probably not going to do it. So then, in between those guys was DJ Chark, only twenty six years old somehow still. Like it seems like he's so much older than that. But like, if you wanted a fourth receiver with speed, they're saying he's going to get three years, eleven million per. I don't think that. Like you know, I think if it was a lot cheaper, I at least highlighted him as a guy to keep. Well, why would you guys pay him? On a one year, like, or is that a guy you even care about at all? I know my co-host Hude Joe loves him as a speed guy that he would love to see us bring. What, what would I pay DJ Shark, or what would I pay my number four receiver? Because that's where you're at. Both. Um, DJ Shark, yeah. Um, if he would get eight to ten a year from somebody, that kind of seems like a good ballpark for him. He he's coming along with Trevor Lawrence down there, um, but. For he's in Detroit last year or Detroit, wherever the fuck he's at, he still played well. I he spent one year with them. Okay, um, still probably eight to ten. The market's really high on receivers. I mean, fucking Christian Kirk got <laughs> seventy three million last yeah, year, which is why Shark left is because right. Um, so do I think he's worth eight to ten, maybe eleven for the right team? Sure. Um, for me, I need a number four receiver, and that's a maybe a two to three million dollar guy. So it doesn't yeah. make sense for me. It's a it's, it's Trent Irwin or a draft pick for the Bengals. Draft pick. Yeah. Tyler Scott. Tyler four five Scott. Yep. Remember how you said Santori? In a way, this could be a blessing for the Bengals because you said you don't get two shits about if he ran a four five, right? 
I don't give two shits if he ran a four or five. I make fun of him because he came out and said he was going to run a four two. Oh yeah, that's right. And then he ran a four or five. Oh well, dude, you went from world record to like average. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of confidence in that statement. Yeah, so I'll give bullshit for it. No, I I actually really like Tyler Scott. Um, Who's the other UC speedy receiver? What's his name again? Trey Tucker. Yeah, that's another one I like. Okay. Now, moving on through this list, so at 55 overall, I, I maybe you guys can pronounce this better than me, but Ogwane Okoronkwo. Okoronkwo. From the Texas, 28 years old, week 11 to the end of the season, pressure rate 17.3%, just shy of Nick Bosa's 17.5. Five sacks, 27 pressures in those eight weeks, and projected salary is two years, five and a half per year. Do it. I consider it. Well, I mean the the projected money and only being twenty eight, and how well he came on toward the end of the season. That's the person you want on the rise, right? The other yeah. thing you have to remember: great players with the Texans. The other thing you have to remember is, and I I love being able to say this because for years I wasn't sure I was going to be able to, but the Bengals' current defensive line coach. Marion Hobby or whatever his name is. Oh, yeah. Marion Hobby's great. Dude gets a lot out of his guys. 100%. Um, he gets – I mean, look what he did with Larry. Larry left him to the Steelers and couldn't do shit. No, that's not true. He actually had a really good season. He just didn't practice the Couldn't whole do shit. Not so, true. We're going to get to him. The Steelers are hey, moving back. Hey, they George, weren't $10 million point, point being. I'll be hey, right back. I got to tinkle with him. He, uh, Marion Hobby gets a lot out of his guys. I'll – I'll, I'll roll the dice on some guys when it comes to the D line. Well, St. Tori, I'm glad you brought that up. I know we're, I know, I don't know if he's on the list or not. Uh, who is that uh, Clemson guy that got drafted way too high by the Raiders? Celian Farrell. Is that his name? Clellan Farrell. Clellan Farrell. Okay. So, yeah, I'm terrible at this. They, they said he was pretty much a bust, but Mary Hobby coached him at Clemson. Would you take him? No. Just Mary Hobby. No. What about reclamation projects in the Super Bowl window. Okay. So, no. Okay. I, I didn't know if you would or not. I don't want someone that's going to bring my team down if it doesn't work. Give me someone that's ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Okay. Good point. Like a Fletcher Cox. Yep. Sure. <laughs> or Leonard Floyd was another one that just got released today. I mean, you could yeah. see him coming with. It'd be it'd be a fun dynamic with him and Collins on the team. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I could see him coming because it's Zach. I mean, they have hey, a connection. Why not? Let's get Odell Beckham down there at his tryout today. Let's get him signed too. That ain't happening. There is nowhere on this team for him. I know. <laughs> no, no. <clears throat> All right, moving on. Donovan Smith, 59 overall, 30 years old. No. Two years, 11 per. It's once again, he's left tackle. No. This goes back to left tackle and it's more than $4 million a year, I'm out. No. So I'll move on. 60th overall. Still, Santori, Larry Ogunjobi, 29 years old. Projected no. salary, three years, $10 million per. No. Hell no. No one's going to give him that. He got $8 million last year. Here's the deal. I love Larry Ogunjobi, first and foremost. I am going to talk shit on him because he's a Steeler and a former Brown. I will take him back in a heartbeat. I don't know if I'll take him back at 10 mil. I'll take him back at five or six, maybe eight. That's yes. an absolute stretched out limit, depending on what I do with other positions. Um, Ten is a little 
a little rich for my blood. Here's why I'm just kind of out on him in general is because it said like injuries kept him out of practice almost all season. So he would just play and not practice. And he dealt with foot, knee, and back injuries. Woo, that's a trifecta. Sounds like Lyle Collins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm like, I'm kind of just good, you know. Like what you give him the with? same contract you gave Lyle. You get roster bonuses for being active. Mm-hmm. When he plays, he's good. Kind of. Next guy, Arden Key, D line, Jaguars, 27 years old, been a situational player, pressure rate of 14.4%, 20th in the NFL among players with at least 200 pass rush snaps. Projected two years around $9 million per year. Apparently, it's a yes. You like Arden Key? I love Arden Key. Uh, didn't he get drafted by the Raiders? First? I don't know. I just every time I watch him, he seems like jumping off the page. I feel like he was on the Niners at one. He point. was. He. Uh, who was that fuck up defensive end for the Niners that was always in trouble? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Smith. Yes. Yeah. He reminds me of Alden Smith. Oh he's, wow. He's like Alden Smith light. I'll take him right now. All right. He's got that same kind of lanky build. He is a bitch to block, especially on speed rushes. I'm, I'm really? ready. Let's go. Okay. That's in here, too. I didn't highlight that part, but pressure rate of 14.4% with the Jaguars last year, 20th NFL. Uh, he was even better in San Francisco the year before with 15%. Like So it's not a one-year wonder either. No, he's it, he took him forever to sign with San Francisco and Jacksonville. He always signs late. And he always signs like one-year deals. I don't know what it is, but to me, he—I remember watching him last year because he was available, and I was like, "Man, I'd love to get this guy, but he's going to be like a hundred million-dollar pass rusher just because of all those metrics you said." And then he ended up going for fucking pennies comparatively. Yeah, and I was like, seriously, like that's so something's there to where people don't want to commit to him long term, or maybe he's one of those guys that always just wants one-year contracts, which is fine. A lot of guys do that. Um, but yeah, I would, I'd be definitely interested in Arden Key. Matt, you got any thoughts on Arden Key? I'm, I agree. I don't know much about him, but that's fine. And Matt's like, I don't know who the fuck that is. Didn't he come out of Michigan? I don't know. Who uh, do I, you do I care about? No, okay, but Satori. Wow, if you're really high, okay, I'll. Have to I, I think he was an LSU guy. Yeah, LSU, that's right. LSU, my bad. We should get Kieran's opinion. That's what I was going to say. We'll have to ask Kieran because you know he'll have something. Kieran would now. Next guy I got, I don't even know why I highlighted him. I think it's speed where I highlighted Chark. And I don't, this, I just wonder if he ends up signing cheap. Paris Campbell, 26 years old still. Hasn't had the career he thought he might. Does he have injury issues? Yes. He's got productivity issues, so I'm out. Yes. He's got all the issues, but I wanted him in the draft at one point. He gets hurt. He's not good. He's kind of fast. Sounds yeah. like John Ross to me. Let's do it. Let's do it. One year, one year, two million. Chip. Depends on what he wants for money. He'd have to pay me to be on this team. Yep. Yeah, I mean, to be a kick returner. Yeah, the like least effective thing in sports anymore. <laughs> you might get one a game, and fifty percent of them come back on a holding. You're better off never returning a kick. Well, you know what? You and your fucking statistics can go back to work. <laughs> I don't know if it's 50%, but my God, it seems like a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah. At least with us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, half the time I watch Chris Evans do this in the back of the end zone. 
Now, here's a name that I feel like if Die Hard, like, well, everybody probably hearing in the chat, Matt Ioannidis. It feels like every year we have this conversation also. Should we bring in Matt Ioannidis? Because it seems like he's always a free agent. 29 years old, played with the Panthers this season. He had his lowest sack total ever, but he got he got nine and a half million for a one year deal last year. Because I, I know that we talked about bringing him in, and he got almost ten. It was like, nope, we weren't going to do that. But he had nine quarterback hits, and he's still ranked in the top third defensive lineman overall for PFF. Um, I feel like I'm going to say it's a lot, depending on the price. You know, <laughs> I think it's uh, going to be a lot of this stuff. Per. What is his uh, his estimate? Two years deal around six per. Nope. So just say one year six, you know. I'd go one year three. He got no production last year. Well, he is ranked 69 on this list, so it had to be highlighted. By of course. The NFL is a what have you done for me lately league, and that means over the last year he's done nothing. I am not paying $8 million for nothing. All good you watching in general. This has actually been uh it's been a fun episode for me. It's just going long because we're going off this list of free agents. Just and very of... informational if you need help with your dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When Santori came in, a lot of people in the chat was ready to help you. No, no, I love it. Like I love like I love our stranger sent a paragraph. It was awesome. Oh and Matt Stoddard was even commenting and all that too on yeah. stuff. Which I'm glad Marissa missed that, but she did come in about Afternoon Delight, which she hasn't came down here yet. So Afternoon Delight. All right, next guy on the list. Uh, I'm going to start with Matt on this one because he's been quiet. He's been pissing. You guys talked bad about Hayden Hurst. And signing him. <laughs> hey, start with Matt. This guy projected two years, four and a half million. Running back, Jamal Williams, 28 years old. I know she- I, I would rather have Dernis Johnson. Me too. That's been my guy that I would like to see come to Cincinnati. Well, who the, I thought you were the one who wanted Jamal. Somebody in our group. <laughs> Not me. I, I'm on the let's get two guys to three guys for the price of mixing train. I mean, four and a half, he falls in that category. Mm-hmm. You could have him and Dernis Johnson. I'd yeah. be fine with that. And a rookie. Where's Jarvis Johnson on this list? He's not on it. He's not in the top 150. Ooh, that seems like that might be a mistake. Yike. Yeah, I, I, I didn't make the list. I'll, I'll tell you, I was looking at PFF also. <laughs> He's not top 150 either. So. He's a sleeper. He just never got a whole lot of chances. No, when chances he did, he played really well. When he, was took- what, he was in what, Kansas City? Brown. No, no, no. I, I thought we were talking about Jamal Williams. I'm sorry. Oh, Detroit. He had Detroit. 17 touchdowns last year in 1,000 yards. Yeah, he's going to be expensive, though, right? Nope. $4 million. He's, Oh, he's yeah. Million. Let's go with him. And <laughs> I'll, I'll sweeten it. He's one of the best pass-blocking running backs in the NFL. I would I, – yeah, I would I, – for some reason, I was thinking of Chiefs, but – Yeah, you were totally Williams. thinking of someone else because been your guy. Is he's been the guy that's the, the big uh, anime fan? Yeah, 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 yeah. I would love that guy on the team. Yeah, and Hard Knocks, he's like, he was awesome yeah. on Hard Knocks. Somewhat uh, crazy, but that's I like him. Yeah, he's up way up on my list for running backs. Like Max said, it. it fits the budget for getting a couple running backs. 
to fill out a room as opposed to one. He had much more production than Mixon last year. Granted, he had a much better line, but he had much more production than than Mixon last year. Um, He is a significantly better pass blocker. Couldn't catch an STD in a whorehouse, but you know what? That's why you have multiple backs. Great line. It's a great line. Well, I'm going to jump off officially now. So, on that <laughs> note, about, I'm talking about whorehouses. No, Jamal Williams. I'm I'm on that. I'm in on that. Let's get him. So, you guys have a good weekend. I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. Take care, buddy. All right, see you guys. All right. So, moving along here. Yeah. I don't. I don't have very many. Like of this 150, it goes like there's like six pages where there's just nobody, and then. Okay. This one, I also can't say his name. Number 80, Samson Abukam. I've been looking for him. Dale, if the league did mention him on the, field, on the show, what team is he on? The 49ers. He's 28 years old. He had five sacks in the regular season, and he's had four and a half sacks the previous three seasons. So he's a solid, like, five sacks kind of guy. And you would think he would do more with Bosa on the opposite side of him, but they do rotate their other line. What's his projected value? Ten per for three years, which I no. don't get. To. Whoa! I don't, I, guys. It he has good like. Yeah, but ten million for three. I know. Here, here's the issue, and this is strictly where it comes from with me. The Bengals have the second highest paid defensive line in all football. I know, yeah. It's how much more money do we really want to throw at it? I, I know Hold they on. have a. I know they Hold have a. Because it's important. I wish they'd do that on the offensive line. Let's get it up there. I know. Um, Just saying. But that's that's the other problem I have with when you want to start paying Jamar and T is the D line already has problems, and that's going to be the first group to take the hit. Um, but you got to think, they manage it. It's the hit now, but it's now it's becoming more okay. manageable. Reader toward the end of his – like, I know. It's like, well – They've got some creative work to do to keep these guys. We'll put it that way. Correct. It can be done, but it's going to be way – my beagle's in distress. Um, it, it's going to be way off the wall compared to what they normally do. Next guy on the list, because we've been on for an hour and 20 minutes. I appreciate you guys watching. Hopefully, it's been somewhat informative just talking free agency because, like, I don't know. Normally, we're not this professional, but, you know, whatever. I showed up and we're we're ready to rock and roll. (laughs) Sean Murphy Bunny, 26 years old, Buccaneers. I expect him – even when he got drafted, like, I didn't love him, but – I thought he went a little early being a second-round pick, but he's still only 26 to play inside, outside, right, or left. His career, he has six interceptions, 21 pass breakups, four forced fumbles in 53 games. Like, he's like a $3 million a year. So this would be like a – if you don't bring Apple back, maybe a guy like this. He's only three a year? Yeah, that's what they got him, two years, 3.75 per. Four years at three, done. Right. That, that's why I had to highlight him because when I seen that contract projection, I was like, well, shit. Like, I gambled on that youth and he showed flashes. 
Well, if anything, you know, when someone goes down, he's versatile. You know, Lou likes that shit. Yeah, yeah. special teams, right? Like, yeah, I mean, he's he's a guy I would bring in immediately. What's the guy's name again? Sean Murphy Bunning. Okay. I do like buns. Yep. Moving on. Number 90 overall on the list. Juan Thornhill. This yeah. is my if we don't bring back Bell. Bailey, you're not dying. If Bell gets a bag elsewhere because Bell is way higher on this list. Thornhill, though, is only one year younger than Bell somehow. Wow. You know, he's projected to get a little less money, but if Bell gets more than he's projected from someone. I'd bring him in anyway. But he had, Thornhill had his best year, 71 tackles, nine pass breakups, four tackles for loss, and he got his first sack along with three interceptions. And what he absolutely that? balled out in the playoffs. What like, team did he play for again? I, oh, no, the Chiefs. What am I saying? Yeah. So, you know, this is the difference between being a fan and being someone in the building. Um, based on what I've seen from Dax Hill, i got to have two starting safeties. He ain't ready yet. Um, and that's from my perspective. I If if I'm Lou Anarumo, I might think completely different because I see Dax every day and I know he might be ready. But yeah. if, if I have to go off of the track record of last season, oh, <laughs> the, those are big shoes to fill. Let's go back to a couple years ago when it was like we were going to run a lot of three safeties. Yeah. Remember, who was the guy we brought in? Ricardo Allen, who played early on. And I love three safeties. They don't do it as much. Ricardo Allen did a great job for us, too, I thought. Early, and then it was like there was an injury or something. Then we (laughs) from it. I'm just saying, you know, also a guy, if we even think Dax is the guy, Bell's back. I wouldn't completely rule him out like Santori's saying. But he's damn sure high on my list. Think of it this way. If if you brought Thornhill in for the, what, the five or eight, whatever he's projected to get, it's not Anywhere in between that number to me. Right. If, say, you get him for six and a half, even if it's one year, whatever, I'm good. And then you get that other kid, Murphy Bunning, at the three or four. I spent $10 million in the – flexibility and depth and talent that I've vastly increased my secondary in, even with Bell leaving. And it gives me the insurance if, or if Bell leaves and Bates leaves, it gives me that insurance. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's to me, it's a no brainer to bring both of those guys in. They're not expensive and it just makes everything more fluid. You can't yep. have enough good DBs. Bailey, I'm going to hit you in the face with a shoe. Stop. I've only got maybe five more guys, I think, total. Uh, next one being Andrew Wiley, right at 91, right after Thornhill. You don't like him, the right tackle. He played right tackle for the Chiefs this year. He's 29 years old. they got him projected two years, $4 million a year. That, that's great right there. Are you kidding me? And he shut down Hassan Reddick in the Super Bowl. He did, man. I would take what? him. That's right. may have shut down Hassan Reddick in the Super Bowl, but – I would take him immediately at that price. He wouldn't start for me. I'd be okay with him as a backup. He has played multiple positions if you're in that game, but he's going somewhere looking to be a starter, or he'll just go back to the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
if you cut Collins and bring him in as a backup, and then I mean, we we keep hearing these rumblings about possibly Jawan Taylor. If if I've got Jawan Taylor, I'll bring him in as a backup. It offers depth at that point, but he ain't starting for me. No, I don't give a fuck about Wiley if we get Taylor. I'm just going to hey, walk around the fucking streets. If we get Taylor, I, I'm yeah, I'm. But I get what you're saying, Santori. But yeah. Well, I'm just saying, if we're not going to get Taylor, we're not going to get Luminor. We let's just. I mean, why wouldn't we look into a Wiley? Exactly. If, why not? At least starting the first half of the season. Yeah, exactly. He's not going to be your full time starter if that happens. He would be my full-time starter if you signed him at this moment. You have no one else. That's, what, that's what I was saying. Like, and that scares the shit out of me. If you okay. guys think Jonah Williams is a sack machine, oh, my God. I know. He gave him. But you're also the guy who says it's not all about sacks. It's not all about sacks, but it's about sack rate. And his sack rate is through the fucking ceiling. That right. Well, we don't like him now. Bother, no, it bothers me. Not as a starter. Well, next on the list is Eli Apple. So yes. one year, yes. $2.25 He made four last year. He's not going to come back for less, but that. I do it in a heartbeat. He knows loose system. I know he has issues, you know, on social media, but the guy knows loose system. He did a hell of a job as our number one corner for Pete's sakes. I'll take him back if he's my third corner. Depends on the other guys available too, like Murphy Bunning, or if uh, the kid from the Vikings who got cut today, the whatever he's asking. Right. I mean, there's there's going to be other options out there, um, but this is the this is the catch twenty two with it. There's going to be options out there that the fans don't hate. <laughs> you know, like they hate Eli, yeah. um, but there's also. Here's the thing that Eli brings that those other guys don't. He knows the system, and it's not the easiest system in the world to learn. It took almost two years for this thing to finally take off with the same guys. Um, bringing someone in to this system and expecting them to play year one, especially if they're a veteran. I mean, gotta I, have it. I gotta I, have the tweet claws. <laughs> I like that strange. And then and then Crib's telling you to take the damn dog out for a walk. No, she's upset because Ashley left and she's an abused dog. And every time someone leaves the house, she thinks she's being left forever. Uh-oh. Every if I go outside this room, she will sit by the door and panic. And if I walk back in, she'll act like she didn't see me in 10 years. That is the way it is. All right. I got a couple right tackle candidates at 101 and 102. On this list of free agents, George Fant, being 31 years old, he had the knee injury in 2021, so it's like what well, he wasn't fully back last year. Two years, $5 million. I'm not saying he's a good option by any means, but he's an option. And then uh, the next guy is below him, so as much as we want to hype this guy, these publications have him still ranked lower than guys like George Fant. Jermaine Illuminor, 28 years old, Raiders, two years, 3.75 million projection. But there, there's there's gotta be a like, okay, so number one, which is mentioned here, the Raiders give tons of help to their linemen. And also he had the third most penalties among offensive linemen. So that's two two his two knots, but we've all been on board with him. I still am. I'm yep. just reading the negatives here. 
So, oh, man. I don't understand how Illuminor is below him. Um, I don't know why he's at 102 instead of at least, like, 60. Somewhere if in the George, If George fans 101, Illuminor is 50. That's, that's where I'm at in my mind. Um, uh, and that's not hyping up Illuminor. That's just... George fan, has, George fan. <laughs> it's it's more shitting on George fan, not to George's fault. But here's the here's the situation, and this is how I think. My number one goal for the next ten to fifteen years to protect Joe Burrow. George Fant has he's either sucks or he's not healthy, yeah. so it's a gamble one way or the other. He's the same as Leo Collins right now. Would you bring him in as a debt piece as a? Swing tackle that piece for tackle that we don't always. I I'm going to say okay. How would you compare him to Adeniji and Deontay Smith, guys like that? I guess I should say where he's at least played in the leg. I know they have two, but they haven't played well either. I I'm overly critical when it comes to this stuff, and I know I'm in the minority, but I can't stand guys when they're hurt and don't play well because of it. And it's not a knock on them. It's just. When when I think of backups, I think of insurance policies. Man, I need my, your dad tell you too many times when your kid is rubbed some dirt on it, pussy. I I need freaking insurance, and if my insurance isn't there, I mean, how, this is a terrible analogy, but it's how I feel. If you wrecked your car tomorrow and you called State Farm, and they went, "Yeah, we're not working today." Boop. Uh, well, fuck me, I guess. Like, <laughs> I, I need my backups to be ready and healthy, and I know that that's. I, I know that's a lot to ask, but one, that's their job to be ready. Two, you're not playing all the time, so you can't be dinged up. I'm not going to bring someone in as my insurance policy who's already hurt. I just – I can't do that. That doesn't make sense to me. Fair. What about Luminor now, the guy that we've talked about so much? He's a perfect backup baseline starter, and I say that because he's only started one year in his career. And like you said, the Raiders gave him a lot of help with quick releases. Um, I, I would be skeptical to start him for an entire season, but he's someone that I absolutely would love to have on my roster. Okay. He is the perfect insurance policy. So yeah. you're on board. I'm on board with him on my roster. I don't know so if he has to start, so be it. But we want to fucking upgrade at right tackle as Bengals fans. So you would say, go get me Juwan Taylor. He's at least a good pass blocker. Sure. And then Illuminor, let's not rule out him coming in. Buddy, you can come in. We'll find a spot for you on the team. You can be the extra. He can be the swing tackle. Sure. That, that's why I'm good with it. And he's not going to cost you much. Sounds good to me. There you go. We'll see who else we got on this list. I know it gets – I didn't put Bud Dupree. You guys want to talk about him? Also, it, it, and maybe this is going to sound pretentious, but you are supposed to be – in the conversation for the class of the AFC, I'm going to be picky with who I bring on. Yeah. All right. Here's here's one that I highlighted just because maybe it's a name thing, but one year, three million. And he's played guard and tackle, and he's still only 27, not had the career he's supposed to have. Andre Diller. No. One he's 123 overall free agent on this list. I don't know enough about him to have a comment. I know the Bengals did. Was he in the draft the same year Jonah was? I think the Bengals were considering him along with Jonah. I maybe, maybe he was in that draft. 
I know I remember the name. He was very talked about whatever draft he was in. Yeah. He was in the first round. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think he would did did the Eagles take him? Yes. Yeah, no, it's definitely him. I know he was talked about. And he he got beat out by um Jordan Mylata or whatever that in 2021 for the last couple seasons for the Eagles. Gotcha. Hmm. I don't know. I, I still I just don't know enough. Yeah. No, yeah. it's just a name I wanted to because it, the money is so low, and I thought, well, you know, it at least had some. Now, I do have another tight end. I know we've talked tight ends. Okay, I, I thought maybe there was one more. At 127 overall, Fossa Moreau, 26 years old. Projected three years, seven million. Yes. His blocking has gotten better every year. He averaged 32 catches, 397 yards the last two years. 6'4, 250. He's surprisingly sneaky with the ball. He is a adequate run blocker, like you said. He is a very underrated receiver. He's got very underrated game speed. I know it might not have tested well, but my God, like I, I Every time I – it's almost like every time the Bengals play him, which is periodically at this point, like he gets the ball, I kind of hold my breath. He's he, he's He scares me a little bit when he catches it. He, he's not gronky or anything. He's not – he doesn't turn into the pink Hulk like Hayden Hurst does. He's just got a little bit of that, oh, you better go catch him because he can run. Um, and 7 million is, is kind of where I'm at for someone that – is a starting tight end, but I don't expect to, you know, have a major influence on this offense. Well, and as far down on the list as he is at 127 overall, that's on this list. I don't think he's very high on a lot of other ones. That that could end up being, you know, two years, five yeah. million per, or one year, five million, because it's like, hey, oh, I'll be the starter for you guys, like coming in before the draft. If, if oh. I heard outprices, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the, the numbers you're getting for their market, is that from Pro Football Focus or is that? Yeah, that's – okay, so the list comes from the Athletic, but then I went back and I added in their numbers from Pro Football Focus projected salaries. Yeah, Spotrack's a little high. They've got them at nine. That, that would be too much for me. So I, I, I don't – I just – I like when you're 26 years old, you've played, you're improving – like, I don't know. He just – that seems like a guy who has potential to even have a little more. Well, and he would be going from buried behind Waller and working with Burrow as opposed to Carr. The entire situation would be better. Similar offensive line, better quarterback, and more availability in the offense. It can't be bad for him. Well, I mean, like we talked about – with the offensive tackle, Illuminor. So he's had to block. Like, he's had to come in and help block because that's what they do in their system. And he hasn't had a chance to really probably run a lot of routes downfield being tied in two behind Wilder. Right. I mean, this is just my thoughts on it. I don't I could be wrong. Wouldn't be the first time. But I, that's a guy I like. That's a name. Him and Irv Smith Jr. Irv Smith has way more injuries that is – would be a bigger risk, which I would want to pay him less. I'd want to bring Irv Smith in for like $3 million for one year. 
I can't spell injury without Irv. <laughs> you can, but it's just I so we're on board that Foster Moreau is the name to keep an eye on. Yeah, I keep an eye. If the because you never know how if some of these market prices are true or not. I mean, we were hearing all year that Armstead was going to get like thirty three and ended up getting like twenty four. There's so, always guys, right? And and well, after that first wave, first wave and a half almost comes and goes. And like we said with tight ends, this is a loaded tight end class. They're not going to be able to command a whole lot of money if you think that the rookies are going to be better. Santori, hey, let me ask you this: We were before you came on the show, we were talking about Wilcox getting released. I know they can re-get him. I was well, all they just didn't tender him. They still may bring him back. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the the tender is where they. It, it's almost like a very mini version of what Baltimore did with Jackson. To okay. where you, you know, if if you want to sign this guy, fine, but I'm going to put. A second or third round tender on them or whatever, and you owe us. A pick. No one's going to do that, right? No one's going to pay you a second, third, or fourth round pick for Mitchell Wilcox. Don't let the guy go. See what he can get on the market, and if he wants to come back, so be it. Don't be a dick and fuck him over. That's that's what I said. Is I think it was almost them letting him go see his market more than anything. Right. I I think they're more than open to bringing him back. Okay, good. Um, he's a good third tight end. He's, he's a really good third tight end. I like having him. He, he seems to be a, a great locker room guy. Um, when he gets his little opportunities periodically, he he doesn't mess up. With the exception of him being thrown to an emergency situation the first game, which is way out of position for him, he did what he was asked to do all season last year. Next, I bring him back in a heartbeat. He's not going to cost you anything. He's a good guy to bring around. I've got one last name, and then we'll end this episode. And you never know; we could always come back later. Just keep going. Course, hold on. Of course, I do have to get my plug in. Bill up to the bar at eight thirty. We're talking zombie apocalypse. Ooh. So. Ooh. Tune in. Could send out some links. May uh, I found a I found a tier maker list of like weapons. My, my dog just farted really loud. I think the Hershey kisses are coming through. The dog, the dog farts was not on the list for the zombie apocalypse, but <laughs> here they come. So the last name I have, it's a cool name. Number one, number two, they have him at seven million a year. Which why they have him at one forty four then makes no sense. But Puna Ford from Seattle. Had three sacks, most sacks, but he's playing out of position as more of a three tech where he could be more of a nose guard type. Well, you know, I mean, he's played all over, so that's a plus right there. That's about the money I'd be willing to spend for another piece on the defensive line. You start hitting me with tens, and you've seen the way I act. Five to seven, I'm, I'm willing to roll with it. Um, I would like. But I'd to rather play. have a Fletcher Cox for seven million. Than right, I would like to get more than a three sack performance out of seven million. I mean, that's what it's like six hundred thousand dollars per sack. That's a lot. Well, we I'm, still have Tupo under contract too. Like that's the thing because if we didn't have Tupo under contract, the backup reader as the main backup for reader. Yeah, they they need uh they they need depth one. So I'm I'm willing to think about it. Um. But I want good depth. I, I don't want 
someone I'm going to pay $7 million for three sacks. Well, and I don't, that's my thing. I can I find that in the draft for $800,000. I don't think he gets this. And that's what I'm, that's why I highlighted the name because I think he'd maybe get, you know, a guy you could get for $3 million a year as a rotational guy. And then I've taken that because he's had, he's been solid. He's they been need a to find, They need to find a Wallace Gilberry. Yes. That's I miss. They need to find Wallace. Get WG. Get it. Find me a WG. Those guys are so valuable. Absolutely. Gilbert was one of my favorite, one of the most, my one of my favorite obscure bangles of all time. Probably have to find him in the draft. Yeah. We went through all his free agency. I don't see that on this list of free agents. But damn good episode. Thank you guys for all your insight and your knowledge. Thank you all in the chat. It's been fucking awesome. Uh, some people may hate this episode. I can't win, man. So I'll just tell you guys. So I get the other day. There's tons of comments from this person on the YouTube where it's like, and, and I know the shit shouldn't bother me, right? But it clearly did, or I wouldn't be bringing it up. So I, I think it was me, you, Greg, and somebody else. And so we were we had titled the show something draft discussion. It was it might have been the three of us. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was our mock draft. <laughs> Which we did a whole mock draft, right? Right. Yeah, we did it. took us like an hour to get to it, but we, we did I know, but that person's like, 40 minutes in, they ain't even talking nothing about the draft and this, that, and the other. It's like, okay, well, we gave you two hour episode, number one. Like, number two, like, come on. Like, seriously? Bit like, oh, like, come on. Fuck. Like, I don't know, man. Do you know, like, this. Uh, that that hurt. I know we have so many great people that watch the show and comment, and I feel like his family. And then it's like somebody just wants to like rag on everything you were saying. There was thir- like thirteen comments from the same person. <laughs> this guy, hey. he's shitting on the entire show. Here, you, you want to know what's funny about that? It's like yeah. you don't have to watch it. Well, you, you don't watch it if you don't want to, bro. I mean, but whoever you are, because I haven't read the comments, and we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. But I'll I'll tell you one thing. Part of being a monetized channel, like Dale is, is interactions. The more you interact, the better the algorithm, the more money he's going to make in the long run. All you're doing is wasting your time and getting him a little bit more money. Man, you. No, you make no money on that, trust me. Well, you, you do eventually. <laughs> not, you might not right now. You know, your, your, uh, your next check for 17 cents might not reflect it. But um, you do get paid. Part of the pay is based on interaction. Um, I do it for fun. Like I do because this is what I set and do. So I have this information and I, I'm more than willing to share what it plus It's just fun for me. It's something to do. Like, Absolutely. But, man. but when there's negative stuff, it does bother me because I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to like, and then it gets in my head of like, oh, well, do I need to change this? Like, when I was on Jeff's show, there was a comment there too. So that's the second one. I was on Trent and Irvin, which like I was shit faced by that point. I had done like three shows that day. <laughs> but I'm I'm not gonna miss out on an opportunity when Jeff's yeah. like interview Trent and Irvin with me. I'm like, well, hell yeah. yeah. I'm shit faced, but let's go. Let's and do it. There's one of the comments that was like, I could have done without so much Adele's potty mouth, but I understand that's his personality. Yeah. That okay. Fair, but yeah. I, I commented on it and I said, I said, sorry. 
Because, like, I know people don't want to hear cut, but, dude, this is my time to just, I don't know. I don't I, I don't know if this guy cracked the, the top, like, 60 free agents because I came in a little beforehand. But the Chiefs just put the low-end tender on Tommy Townsend, their punter, which means oh. there's, there's no compensation. And it would cost you two point five million dollars to have him. Hell yeah, do it. No, he was—he was a complete free agent that had me interested in general. Because I mean, he's a great punter. He's a Pro Bowl punter. Santori, I believe he is available for two point five. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd do it. Yep. In a heartbeat. Fun. They say there's going to be competition. That's the competition. Sorry, sorry, Drew Chrisman. That's my guy. Works for me. Sign him. So we've signed him, Fletcher Cox. Let's go back. First, Orgesecki. Uh, 17 offensive linemen. Yep, 17. Yeah. Uh, we're signing Juwan. This is our so this is our free agency. That's what we're doing. Yeah. We're signing I got another ding for someone that just got cut. Let me pull up their profile. Uh-oh. Graham Glasgow. Is that Ryan Glasgow's brother? Might be. I think yeah. so. Yeah. No, he was damn Better good. Is the offensive lineman center in Denver? Yeah. We had Ryan Glasgow as uh, the DT there. Thank he you. He graded out a 62.5 pass block and 62 run block. That'd be a great depth piece right there. He is 31 years old or will be when the season starts. Can he play left guard? I thought he played the center. Has he played more center in his career? Or played more career? center in his career, but he can play right guard. Okay. Well, don't we, I'd rather have competition at left guard with uh, Convulsion because we know Cap is our best guard. And our, but you know, I don't know. Just give me another guard. Okay. All right. Yeah. Wouldn't kill you. Would he well, be your back tarping type of guy? He gave up five sacks in six hundred pass blocking reps. Damn. Um, which is not much. 19 total pressures, pass blocking efficiency, close to 98. He'd be someone I'd be interested in. He had a couple horrible games, but for the most part, he was pretty pretty normal. I know, Matt. And Santori. What, what most would you pay him, Santori? Oh, I don't know. If I'm going as a backup center, like two, <laughs> three. There you go. But that just popped up from uh, Malik's um, sports network that he has, TWSN. Okay. I'm not sure if I should put it up to my wife or not. Like, it's Friday. It'll probably make her weekend. But Patriots just cut their punter. Cuts are starting to fly in. That was How good was he? I forget. I don't know. He's probably better than Drew. That's what I'm saying, man. Now we got company. Sorry, Drew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Worst thing yeah, I don't want to get on Drew because I know he's a Buck guy. So, well, yeah. That's the thing, man. I have no like. There's no loyalty. Like, if you fucking suck in the NFL, you fucking suck. I'm sorry. Exactly. Like, I'm sorry. Now I hear you, buddy. Speaking of he who shall not be named, that was the thought in my head earlier when we originally just Wilcox. We're not tendering him. I said, I swear to God. I put that in our group chat. You guys know who I'm talking about, right? Better not mean this guy's coming back. Huh. Yeah. Oh. 
Drew's a ho. Drew's a ho. I said that. Drew's a ho. We have two Drews, and neither one of them are overly productive. I just hate Drews, apparently. And they both spell their name different. Sorry to the Drew. Sorry, Drews. Got friends that are named Drew, but yeah. Drew with a U E. You know I love you, and I'm sorry, but it is what it is. Sorry. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. All right, Greg. Flash some titties for that two dollars Foxy sent us. Now. Yeah. Who day, baby? Let's go. It's time. Stripes. Cincinnati, we gon' rise and up. In the jungle, we unite and up. Trippin' on your black and white. Who day when we fight? When we die in these stripes. Now who got a move I can Now who wanna move out of? If you got stripes, then you let the city know you rock them. Yeah, we 